You watch my shows at all? I was listening to some as I was on my way over here. Oh, yeah? So, yeah. That's your first time? First time, yeah. Oh, was it too late to turn around? No. Uh -oh. <laughs> Father State. I am Jesse Lee Peterson. The Father State is on Patreon. So click the uh, Patreon link in the description to support our work, and I greatly appreciate it. Very interesting yesterday, I have with me Joe Melendres, a Catholic hip hop performer and speaker. Joe, thanks for coming in, man. So great to be here. I totally appreciate it. Yeah. I fun. watched some of your videos where you were hip hopping about. Jesus yeah. and all that. Mm -hmm. This is the first time I ever seen anyone's hip hop uh, the Lord's Prayer. Mm, yeah. How did you come up with that? Wow. Uh, so I'll go back to when I first encountered Christ. Um, so I, I was born and raised culturally Catholic, but not really practicing. And uh, when I was 13 years old, uh, I was introduced to Jesus by Puff Daddy. Um, really? I was listening to hip hop music. I got my first album. It was Forever by Puff Daddy, and track number 17 on the album was called My Best Friend. And it was about Jesus being Puff Daddy's best friend. So that, I'm like, whoa, if, if Jesus is Puff Daddy's best friend, I gotta get to know who this Jesus guy is. And so it's, it piqued my interest in, in, in Christ, but I didn't really know him, I didn't have a relationship with him. But I, was, I went to private school my whole life. Then when I was 15, I was invited to go on a teen acts retreat. It stands for Adoration, Community, Theology, and Service. There was this guy, he was uh, the valedictorian of the school, soccer player, just a stand-up guy. He was like, you, you want to come on this retreat? I was like, well, sure, why not? Never been on a retreat before. Not really this in one of those faith. Christian retreats. Yeah, it was, uh, it was a Catholic retreat at a Holy Spirit Parish in San Antonio. Okay. And um, so I'm like, okay, I'm open, let's go. I'm, I trust you. And uh, so I went on this retreat, and I had a powerful moment on that retreat where I just started weeping and crying, like tears I'd never felt before in my life. I compare it to all the love I had in my life in one moment. And it was too much for my body to contain. I just started weeping and crying. And I, I was like, I knew that God was real, number one. And I knew that what I felt, other people had to feel. They had to encounter God. I did not know how I was going to do that, but I knew I couldn't just hold on to it. I had to share it. So from that moment forward, I started you know, trying different creative ways to share the gospel through art, through leading retreats, doing youth ministry. And then I started using music as a form to evangelize. And I was praying the rosary uh, with my carpool on the way to school. And I'd never prayed the rosary before. If you don't know the rosary, it's a Catholic uh, prayer meditation, meditating on Christ's life. And so when I started to pray, I would almost start to fall asleep. So I was like, I, I got to make this more interesting. So I started humming it singing it, and then I started rapping it. I put it to a rhythm, and that helped me to stay on track. So oh, that's kind of where that started. i never seen anyone do the, uh, sing the rosary, yeah. or hip-hop the rosary. Yeah. Um, and so what's the, So you are a practicing Catholic now. Yeah. Uh, before that, were you an atheist? No, I would say that I was, I was in this state of, uh, like, you know, you're, you're culturally in the faith. Like, you, you grow up. You go to, I would go to church when my grandparents came in town. I, have, you know, I had Hispanic grandparents and, and Italian grandparents, so faith is a real big part of their life. So I would just see, see faith, but it was never real to me. I never made that commitment. I never had that experience of, like, I, I'm in this, you know? And I think there are probably a lot of people that were just like me that, that are maybe watching today that, you know, they've just been going through the motions with their faith. But, you know, there's a, there's a time and place where you can say, I'm all in. 
I want to receive you, Jesus. I want to encounter you um, and, and make your faith more real. And I think that's what was, it was special. I, was made, I, I made that decision when I was a teenager when, you know, we have so many different influences coming uh, and going. And I was able to say, you know, this, I can't deny this. Like, I have to move in this direction. I see. Mm-hmm. And so your mother, your, your spot, Hispanic mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Italian? Italian, yep. Really? Yeah. So when you're having a burrito, are you eating uh, Italian spaghetti? It's, it's a great question. So I uh, born and raised in San Antonio, Texas. Uh, my mom did most of the cooking, so more Italian food. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, we would definitely go out to some great Mexican spots in San Antonio. Wow. Yeah. And so which do you identify mostly with, uh, a Hispanic or yeah. Italian? I, you know, I, I feel like I've been more enculturated by my, my Italian grandparents um, I would see them more often. They live in St. Louis, Missouri. Um, actually, my, my papa's going to be 97, and my nana's 96, so pray for them. Right on. Um, but, yeah, they've been a huge faith influence in my life. And uh, my grandfather, I would watch him. He would go to, like, daily mass every day. And he had a son, it was my uncle, Tony, and he uh, basically said, you know, Tony wants to be a professional drummer, and I'm going to go to mass every day, uh, in praying for him to become that drummer that he wants to be. And so my uncle ended up being a drummer for Reba McIntyre, um, the country artist. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, um, and he had a successful career with Reba, but then in 1991, um, there was a, a plane crash. Uh, the entire band um, died in a plane crash. I think I saw a documentary on that. Yeah. So my uncle was, was the drummer uh, for Reba. And, and he was on that plane? He was on that plane. Amazing. And I was five years old when that happened. Yeah. And just to see my, my, my grandfather, my papa, praying for my, my uncle's dream to come to life and then for it to happen and then for, for him to, to be gone too soon and yeah. to go to be with Jesus uh, and to see his faith after that. You know, if anything, I cannot imagine losing a child, but to see that my papa still had faith in Christ after such a horrible experience, it started, you know, really, uh, when you're witnessing that as a kid, you, you, that's just, it becomes part of you. Your role models shape, you know, your yeah. beliefs and who you'll become. Were you raised by your father and mother? Yes. Both of them in the home? Yep. Oh, mm-hmm. good. Yeah. And so which were you closest to, your father or your mother? Well, uh, I would say I probably was closer to my mom, but my dad was a, a radio and TV host. And so I watched him closely all the time. I would go to events with him, and we had this, you know, fun, exciting opportunities because of his job. And so a lot of what I do today, um, even just being on the show with you, is because I've watched my dad do it for so many years. And so I like to think that, you know, he's, he's inside me, you know, and I'm just, I'm excited. But the funny thing is, um, I was, I used to be really shy. And do you ever remember when you did like a, you know, a choir at your school of programs at Christmas time or whatever? I would not sing. I would just like stand there, like mum, move my voice, like blah, blah, blah. Like I wouldn't even sing. I'm like, I'm too cool to sing. Like it's not my thing. But then when I was in eighth grade, um, I was in a talent show and uh, it kind of sparked my interest in performing. And this girl, Sevilla, invited me to do InSync's Bye 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 dance with a couple of her friends. I never danced before in my life. Uh, and then I, I feel like I came alive on stage. And I was like, I want to I wanna be a performer. So um, it's kind of interesting. My, my mom was a, a dancer as well and an actress. So I think I got, you know, a lot of both of them inside me. Oh, okay. And so before you um, started doing uh, religious music, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. religious hip-hop, yeah. were you a secular rapper? 
So, no, like, so I, I started writing poetry uh, as just like a form to express myself. I remember like in class, I just, in my journal in the back, just writing, seeing what's happening day to day. There were girls I liked, I write poems for them, stuff like right. that. But then when I saw that, so I, I looked up a lot to like Justin Timberlake, Usher, you know, I loved their performance. I loved, you know, the stage show. I loved the, the music, but I didn't think my voice was good enough to sing. So I'm like, what can I do to contribute and perform? So I was like, well, maybe I'll start rapping, okay? So I had been doing a bunch of, like, in-sync dances at the time, learning, you know, the latest Justin Timberlake moves, this and that. And then when I met Jesus, I was 15. And so I remember asking God the question, like, okay, God, do I stop performing? Like, do I leave it all for you? And I just, I, I just remember knowing my spirit, like, no, I can use the gifts he's given me to, to glorify him, to bring others to him. So I kind of, I never went like secular, but I was on that path if I hadn't encountered Christ. Oh, okay. I, I probably wouldn't want to be like, you know, Justin Timberlake. But instead, I was like, you know what? Let's do this together, God, and, and let's, let's be creative and innovative for the kingdom. Would you make more money if you were doing secular music as opposed to religious music? Uh, probably, of course, yeah. You would? Yeah. Um, so you're a preacher too, right? I, I like to. I think I read that. I like to talk about you're a youth talk minister. about Jesus. Yeah, I'm a youth minister. So I worked um, in Los Angeles at a Catholic high school for 11 years, doing youth ministry, teaching religion class, and um, that's. I went to school at University of Dayton in Ohio, religious studies degree, and you know my passion was just bringing people to Christ. How do I bring people to Jesus? Well, I encountered Jesus on a retreat, so let's make retreats the best they can possibly be. So I kind of specialize in retreat ministry. And so that's what my job was um, in Los Angeles. My first job out of college, and I was there for 11 years. And then uh, 2019, I stepped out to do full-time speaking, performing, traveling ministry, just uh, going wherever the Holy Spirit wants me to go. You know, global, you know, United States, I'm, I'm just down to serve. You live here in L.A. now? I do. I live in Simi Valley. Oh, you yeah. do? And yeah. so are you a member of a Catholic church here in L.A.? Mm-hmm. And you work for them? I don't work for them, oh. no. So I used to work for a uh, Catholic high school. Um, it was called Chaminade in, in Los Angeles and West Hills, California. Right. But then when I stepped out to do full-time speaking performing ministry, um, it's basically just me um, going out, kind of uh, fr- freelance ministry, if you will. And so how did it help you to go to preacher school, learn the Bible, study the Bible? How, how did that help you? Yeah. I mean, the, the, my four years at University of Dayton were hugely formative for me. And there were a couple factors. Uh, one was the, there were Marianist brothers and priests there that lived on campus that um, they were just living their faith. You could, super approachable, you could talk to them about God. Um, and that was the first time I really saw like discipleship in action. And who was this? Uh, the Marianist brothers and priests. So the Marianists are basically a Catholic order. Um, oh. And uh, so, so that, was, that was powerful for me to see these kind of role models. They became like my family. And because my family was in Texas, I didn't know anybody in Ohio. Um, they were always super supportive and, and helpful. And, uh, and then the, the community, I, like I was surrounded by uh, students like me, students who were super driven, passionate, um, but also loved Jesus. And so I was able to have that community. And you know, you know the people you surround yourself with, that, that really matters. So that was a huge influence. And then, you know, in the classroom, yeah, it was... I was learning things I never learned before, you know, and going deeper in scripture. I remember taking a course on gospels. I was like, this is incredible. No one's ever taught me this stuff before. But my, I want to say my biggest educational piece was on the weekends, I would lead retreats at this retreat center called Bergamo. 
and they would have high school students come in. I was a college student, and I would be a facilitator, a retreat leader on these retreats. And this is where I got a lot of hands-on ministry experience. Um, you know, you never know what you're going to get on retreat. So to be able to deal with, hey, this kid's not talking. Hey, this kid, you know, said something that, you know, how, how do you respond to that? This kid, that's a tough faith question. So that was like my, I want to say, well, you're really practicing and growing into what it means to be a disciple. What's the difference in being a, um, a Catholic and yeah. being a Christian? Yeah. So Catholics are Christians. So Catholic means universal. So the Catholic Church essentially is the universal church. So are Catholic, you like a normal Christian? Uh, a Catholic is not a normal Christian, right? I would say they are. So a Christian, by definition, is believing in Christ, that Jesus right. is our Savior. And Catholics right. do believe that. Oh, they do? Yeah. But don't they worship Mary or something like that? So there's definitely some... Uh, miss uh communication when it comes to mary and saints and stuff like that so you know christ is the one and only mediator you know like he we don't it says in scripture um if you want to come to the father you come through me that's only jesus but we believe that you know people like if i would ask you to pray for me um you'd pray for me you're interceding for me so they look at mary as holding a special you know role as mother of the church, so to speak, the mother of Christ. And so we ask, like, you know, Mary to intercede for us, just like, you know, you ask saints to intercede for you, just like I would ask you to pray for me. So essentially, we're not praying to them, we're asking them to pray for us. So the Christians rely on uh, the Holy Spirit to do that for them, but the Catholic rely on Mary? So there's no relying on, it's just a, it's a, a different, it's an aspect. So we believe in the Trinity, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, we believe everything that, you know, Jesus proclaimed in all the Gospels, in Scripture, everything right. like that. Oh, okay. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's good to talk about it because sometimes people are confused. Right, they don't know. of course. But, yeah. Do you do the, the like, be rubbing the bees while you're saying, Holy Mary, Mother of God. So, yeah, so that, that's the rosary. So do you rub the bees and say that to Mary? So the rosary is like, okay, so the rosary, and that's what's so cool. I always say, like, the rosary helped fast-track my relationship with Jesus. I never prayed the rosary before, but essentially, um, you're asking Mary to, to pray for you, to lead you closer to Christ, and you're meditating on his life. So, for example, you know, the birth of Christ. What does that look like? Imagining that. And that's what I do with my rosary rap album, is to go deeper into the imagination, to go deeper into the meditation. And it's really cool. The rosary was known as like almost like the perfect prayer because it uses the mind, um, the body. You're you're counting the beads and the spirit. You're you're going deeper into prayer. Oh, so it's I really see. cool. Does the uh, Catholic Bible teach to pray to Mary? Is that there's nothing. The, there's nothing in the that, Catholic Bible. Like so, the Catholic Bible. There's we have the Bible. Well, right? who made that up then to pray to Mary if it's not in the Bible? That's a great question. So the, I believe that it, it, it stemmed from um, the Pope. So the Pope basically... Oh, y'all been listening to that Pope guy. <laughs> what the... Yeah, so we believe that the, the Pope... So basically, Saint, so Peter, the, the founder of the church, upon this rock I will build my church. Right. He was, you know... It was crazy, if you think about it, is that of all of Jesus' crew, you know, Peter wasn't even there at the end. It was only John... And, and Mary, Mary, the mother of God, that were at, their, at the cross. Right. And Jesus says to Mary, woman, behold your son. He says to John, son, behold your mother. We believe at that moment that, you know, we represent or want to be like John there till the end for Jesus. And Jesus gave Mary to John. So if you're looking at John as like representing the church, you know, Mary is almost like the mother of the church in that moment. I look at it also from the call of discipleship. He's the last disciple standing 
and Mary was essentially the first disciple saying yes to Jesus before he was even born. Did the Pope make all that up too? Is that what I'm telling you? Uh, no, that's all. In, that's on scripture. Oh, but I'm just telling you the interpretations oh. of that story. Yeah. Um, so when Jesus was alive, he yelled at Mary, told her to go sit down. He, he said, "Why are you my, all not, up in my it's business? Not yet my time. I'm wrong. Yeah, mom, I'm come in, on. Right. <laughs> and so now you guys are worshiping her, and Jesus yelled at her. Yeah, it's not not worshiping her. Um, we're we're holding her in a a place of a, we we respect her for who she is and what she did. Oh, I see. Yeah. Um, so were you born again of God? So I was born, you know, culturally Catholic. So I was baptized at a young age, right? But so in the Catholic church, you get baptized when you're really young, right? But at that, when you're like, you know, a one or, or whenever I was baptized, you know, I didn't obviously make, be able to make that decision, right? So I would say when I re, when I encountered Christ and I was 15, that's when I made that decision, right? I was like, there's, there's no denying this. I can't forget this. I can't unlearn this. God is real. And I was like, I, I got to do something with this. I got to serve you, God. So that was, I feel like, when I made the decision, the commitment to follow Christ. And I've been asking, you know, teens a lot. I do a lot of retreats and even during this, this season, did a lot of virtual events and asking this question, are you interested or are you committed? Because if you think about a relationship, you know, uh, you're dating somebody. I'm, I'm interested. Uh, I like this person. But you're not like all the way in. But when you're committed, you know, you want to be in a committed relationship. I know this person is down for me and I'm, I'm there for them. That's the commitment. And we need to push ourselves and just being interested about Jesus to go all in and be fully committed. And so uh, going through the, the ministry school yeah. and, and becoming a youth pastor and all that. Mm -hmm. Have you been born of God? I explain. I mean, like born again. Uh -huh. So, the born again, we we look at it. So, like I was, I was already baptized. So, you when you baptize, you don't need to be rebaptized. You can make a, a renewal of your baptismal promises. So, I've done that. So, I've like renewed my promises that we we have at baptism, ser serving oh, Jesus. Oh, so like you have not been like spiritually born of God. You've been baptized. And that symbolizes that you were born of God. So in scripture, you know, um, Jesus is, is, is talking in John and he's talking about, you know, you need to be born again. Right. And, the, and he, he's like, they didn't understand. Like, what do you mean born again? I was already born once. But Jesus says you need to be born again of the spirit. Right. right. Of and the so. Father, yeah. Right. So that's when, like, you know, the baptism takes place when you're, you're baptized in the spirit. Like when when Paul has his encounter uh, with Jesus, he goes back. You know, he, he was blind for a couple of days. Then he wants to go hang out with the disciples and he wants to get baptized, right? As soon as he, he's trying to bring people to Christ, he's baptizing them. So I essentially was already baptized. So I didn't need to be re-baptized, but instead I could renew my baptismal vows. Baptized, you were baptized already? I was baptized as a baby. Of the water, in the water, mm -hmm. as a baby? Yes. And when you were baptized as a baby, did that mean you were born of the Spirit of God? Correct. Oh, I see. Yeah. Oh, I see. That's, so that's how the Catholic do it. Yeah. So because we, in the Christian world, you have to be truly born right, of the Spirit of God. When you make the a lot in the Christian world, it's like uh, you make the commitment, you know, at a, an older age when you make to, you're able to decide, right? And in, in the Catholic faith, um, people are baptized young so that they can be grown in the faith to a degree. So that's oh, that's kind of the, the the flow with that. That's interesting. Yeah. Do you agree with the Pope of today, Pope? What's that Pope name? Uh, pope Francis. Yeah, do you agree with him today? You know, um, the Pope, I, I have a lot of respect for him. I've 
um, I've been to the Vatican. I've I've I performed for um, you know the Pope before, and I just you performed I, for the Pope. Yeah, Pope Francis. Not for Pope Francis. This one that we have, not for this. It one. was for Pope Benedict. Oh, yeah, okay. It was, it was the prior Pope. So, do you agree with today's Pope that they have? You guys have. I, I believe that he is a good leader and he's a good shepherd, and I think. I, so a lot of times I know that you know people will will leave a church or the Catholic Church or this because they have one disagreement or they one thing that they don't understand. Right. And I'm like, let's let's go back to basics, okay? You don't you don't leave the church um, because because of yeah, Judas. You know, you stay yeah. uh, because of, of Jesus because because of the disciples who who followed Christ. So I, I go back oftentimes. I'm like, we we overcomplicate things a lot as humans. Jesus made it really easy to understand. He made parables so that you could be not educated and understand what he had to say. So I always say, like, you know, the Catholic faith is my home. Right. They welcomed me in when I did not know who Christ was. I had a Christ encounter through a retreat um, that I was invited to. So this is my home, and I'm so thankful for that. Um, but you know what? I, I love going to Protestant conferences. I love going to Christian events. I love being around people who love the Lord. And, and you'll know that there are those people that you meet them, you might even shake their hand, but you know the Holy Spirit is alive and well in them. And I love surrounding myself with people like that. So yes, I am Catholic and I'm proud to be Catholic and I find my home in the Catholic Church, but uh, overall I love Jesus. And so do you agree with the Pope with some of the stuff he's into? Oh, the Pope says a lot of different things, so it just depends on what specific you're Abortion. Talking. Do you agree with abortion? I do, not, I do not agree with abortion. Are you disappointed that the Pope agree with abortion? I don't think he does agree with abortion. He doesn't support abortion? He doesn't support abortion. How about uh, hom uh, homosexuality and all that? Yeah. The Pope support that, right? The Pope respects the dignity of life, so we're looking at... Um, well, he support homosexual and all that kind of stuff. He, he's saying... Do you sub agree with him on that? So I agree that everyone is made in God's image and likeness, and everyone has an undeniable dignity and value that can never be taken away. Right. Yeah. And do you support the Pope? Do you agree with the Pope supporting homosexuality and stuff as a norm? So I, I like. I think if you were to get you get specific of what the Pope was, has said, is that all are welcome in the church, so that everyone's welcome. And I think that's that's Jesus right there. You know, Jesus wasn't hanging out only in the temple. He's hanging out with people that were in sin, people that didn't fit in, people that were a little messed up. And guess what? We're all messed up, and he called a lot of messed up people to serve him, you know? So I think looking at it from that, from that lens is like, you know, we, we all have room to improve. So the Pope is not saying he agree with homosexuality. What he's saying, come into the church and get saved? He, he wants everyone to be, he wants Jesus to be proclaimed to everyone. So he wants them to overcome it. He wants everyone yeah, to, know, to know Christ, to, to live in the calling that God has set out before you. Does to he know want them to overcome that, though? Is that what he's saying? I, because I don't, I don't know a yeah. lot about Catholic. I've been learning a lot. Sure, over yeah. Here, but is he saying that he wants them to overcome it, so come to church so you can overcome being a homosexual, lesb lesbian, and all that? Yeah, so I believe he's, he's saying, like, listen, you are welcome here. So listen, like, like if you check this out. So essentially... 
we're not supposed to have sex until we're married, right? right? And that's what we believe in the Catholic faith. And so everybody should be held to kind of that standard of like, all right, you're not, you're supposed to, you know, remain chaste until you get married, right? So that, that applies to everyone. So same rules apply to, to, to straight people, same rules apply to gay people. So it's like, it's, there's no difference here. The thing that is important to distinguish is that, you know, uh, Gay people are not an outcast people. Like they, they've a lot of times been, been portrayed as that because we don't understand. Because you're like, oh, well, you're different than me. I don't understand you. So therefore, it's a lot of times we fear what we don't understand. Mm-hmm. You know. And I think what what Jesus, uh, you know, obviously it's all about the practices, the action, right? So can you be gay and love Jesus? Of course, I have plenty of friends that love Jesus. You know. So I think the Pope is saying, gay? pardon me, they're gay and love Jesus. Yes. Whoa. Yeah. So let me ask. Um, so is the Pope saying they should overcome it? Come to church so we can show you how to overcome? I, I don't. I think the Pope is saying you have a place and a role and a calling by God. I know, and but we, I'm, you're I'm, welcome I'm here. sorry. Yeah, I'm, sure. I'm black and slow. Yeah, it's okay. So <laughs> I, I'm trying to wonder if he said, because I don't understand the Pope. Okay, yeah, no worries. So is he saying, okay, I don't hate you. Yeah. Come to church. We'll, we'll get you saved. Yeah, so we'll show you how to overcome it. Yeah, so there's no, there's no. Is he hate. saying that? Yeah. So, in in scripture, you know, we know, we understand the stance of homosexuality in scripture, you know? right? And and that's that's important. What does the Bible know. say about it? You know, I don't know specific verses, but I know uh, that it's definitely not uh, accepted as far as as far as the action, you know, sodomy, things like that, right? right? And the church doesn't support that at all. The the church supports the person. And that's Jesus. He supports the, I, I made you in my image and likeness. That's what Jesus is saying. You're a child of God. You, you're a, a disciple maker. You have a, a place in heaven, right? I have prepared a place for you. You know, I, I created you on purpose with a mission. And our mission essentially as Christians is to make disciples of all nations. So I think what, what if we, we tend to get caught up in the action. But guess what? People aren't caught up in our actions all the time. But we tend to kind of, I want to say, you know, focus or hyper-focus on that when we should hyper-focus on the dignity of the person. You know, how is this person contributing to, uh, to, to bring Christ to the world? How can you let them know they're loved? I remember... So the is, oh, go ahead. Yeah, the I remember I was, I was traveling one time in San Antonio. I was in the airport. And I, I, I talked to different people, and I remember this one woman who, who identified as gay. And she said, I've just felt so rejected um, by the church. And I was like, oh, man. Jesus would never reject you. Like, Jesus would never reject you. And I, I, I sat and, I'm, and, I, and I almost apologized on behalf of whatever church she went to. I was like, I want to let you know that you're loved by God. And, and essentially, when we can recognize that, that we're loved by God, there was a priest who, who told me, it's not so much about you believing in God, but recognizing that God believes in you. Man, the, the God who made the stars and the sky, the universe, he believes in me? Wow. But God doesn't love human beings in that fallen state, right? He, in order to enter into the kingdom, they must be born again. They have to overcome so, the fallen state. It says so he loved yeah. them, but not as homosexuals or lesbians or drug addicts. So or every, every, every person is made in the image and likeness of God. Right, but does he love human beings as they are? So he loves all of his creation. As they are? And we, need, we needed Jesus as a savior. Does because he love them as they state. are? Yes. So yeah. why does he say yeah. you must be born again? Yeah. If, you, if he loves you as you are, 
Why does he say you must be born again before you can enter into the kingdom? Yeah, born again in the spirit. This is like right, our... Meaning you got to overcome is, as you are, become normal. So when we... So I, I love this. This is so good. So when we have the Holy Spirit... So if you go back to, to Jesus, he died on the cross. He rose in three days. He conquered death. He overcame. He, he done did it. He did the, the biggest feat ever, conquering death. And then his, his followers were... They were tripping. They did not know what to do for days. They're in an upper room. The people are going to, they kill Jesus. They're, they might kill I them. Know what I'm asking you, yeah. I, does the Catholic religion teach that God love you as you are? Yes. God, God, will so, God allow you to, you're saying yes? So I believe, so I'm going to finish the Holy Spirit story. So then when we, we get the Holy Spirit, then we go. So once we encountered the Holy Spirit, then we can proclaim with boldness. And Jesus said in the scripture, he said, you're going to be able to do greater things than the things I did. So can we heal the sick? Can we cure the blind? Can we do these things Jesus did? He but said we can you, do it. Let me ask you this, so, though. Yeah. Uh, we're all born in sin, right? We're all born in sin. We're born original sin. And so sin. Jesus, does God want the sinner to change before they can enter into yes. the kingdom? Yeah. So there's the repentance. And so does he accept yeah. homosexual and lesbians into the kingdom before they become overcome that? Or do they have to overcome that first? That's a great question. I'm not God, so I can't, I can't give you a full-on answer. And I don't think anybody can. But I do know that God loves us with an everlasting love. And every person uh, is loved by God. And God wants us to reach our God-given potential, to give, be who he created us to give be. Me a, uh, because of time, give me a quick, sure. uh, short answer to sure. this. So does um, the Pope want them to come to church so he can show them how to overcome it? I think the Pope wants everyone to come to church so we can be more like Jesus. And does that mean yeah. to show you how to overcome it? I don't, I don't, I, I can't answer for the Pope specifically. I don't have, you know, him on standby. But I would say that it's, it's this inclusive, inclusivity that we're not rejecting. We're welcoming and saying, how can we walk with you on your journey to help you be more like Christ? And being like Christ is, you know, like I, I was talking about, we don't, we focus on sexual immorality, but like, you know, it's staying, staying chaste until you're going to get married. So if you're not going to get married, then you're going to be chaste, you know? And so, yeah, so I think, so those are practices that applies to everybody, including gay people or straight people. Did you see the Pope uh, uh, once he was out greeting the people and some lady reached out for him and he slapped her head, get your head out. No. I didn't see Were that. Were you surprised he would tick? The Pope would tick. I didn't see that, no. Uh, it was funny. Yeah. <laughs> I've never seen the Pope take. Oh, man. So you're married? I am. And are you the head of your wife? Uh, I would say I'm the head of the household. How about of your wife? Um, in, in what sense? Are you the head of your wife? Yeah, in, in what sense? What do you mean by that? Period. So uh, are you talking about like being the head of the household? No, the head of your wife. Yeah, can you explain that for me? Because the wife run the house for the husband, right? Okay. And the two, and she keeps yeah. the house. Yeah. She cook and clean and stay pregnant and barefoot in the kitchen. Mm. That's her job. But wow. it's your job to direct her in the right way mm. to go, correct her when she's wrong, mm. protect your children from her. Mm. Do you do those things? So I, I love my wife. Shout out, Noelle. Love you. Hey, Noelle. And, hey, Noelle. And uh, I have two beautiful children, Antoinette and Anthony. And um, my wife, I, you know, iron sharpens iron. We are continually making each other better. And I'm so grateful. How um, does she make you better? She makes me better. Uh, you know, I'm a dreamer. I'm a creative. I, sometimes my head's in the clouds. I'm imagining stuff, right? But 
you know, we're, we're much like, we complement each other well. We're yin and yang. And so she's able to keep me on track, you know, things that, that do matter. And I think it's important in any relationship that there's this balance. And so with my wife, I believe that there's a lot of like, hey, let's, let's encourage each other. Let's lift each other up. Something we say to each other every day when we leave for work is be a light. And we encourage each other to, to be a light. Um, is she Catholic as well? She is, yeah. And so how do you make her better? Do you correct her when she's wrong? Uh, I, <laughs> I, try to, I try to help. I try to lovingly uh, <laughs> encourage, if you will. Um, but I think, you know, in any relationship, in, in any, any marriage, anybody watching, it's, it's, never, it's never easy. But you've got to get in that flow of, hey, um, say, say, for example, you know, my wife will sometimes come to me with, uh, an issue or problem, and I'll try to fix it. You know, man, we like to fix things sometimes, and, and you know, like you said, direct, things like that. But, but often she'll say, I just, I need you to listen to me. But women are like that, they love to yap all But I'm saying, so man, I need to be aware to be of that, and I'm trying to get mess. better at it, <laughs> you know. Um, but, you know, I've been married, I'm coming on my seven-year anniversary, and, and I'm so grateful, but... Do you she, correct her when she's wrong? I, I just, when it comes to correcting, I will openly tell her, that, hey, this didn't sit well with me here. I try to, the biggest thing we have is open communication, you know, and, and communication is essential, even with our relationship with God. And, and do you and correct her when she's wrong, though? I, I mean, do, I, don't, I treat her as an equal, not like a, a kid. Oh, your wife is equal to you? I treat her as, like, as a, yeah, so I treat her as an equal so adult. So you're equal to a woman? I believe that in a marriage, the husband and wife, I'm like, you know what? I, I, have, I, have, I don't see myself as better than her. Are you equal to her, though? You know, it's not something I have. We're, we're, we're children of God, so yes, we're on the equal playing field so as children. So you're the same as a woman? So, it, I love what you're doing here. That's great. What, what do you mean? <laughs> I see what you're doing. What, what am I uh, doing? No, you, no, no. I, I, you're asking probing questions, and, and, but I, I, I can oh. take it. I'm down. So no, I just want to, you know. Yeah, no, it's good. Know. It's good. So you're saying you're equal as a woman? I, I, did not, I did not say that. I say that all people are created equal. Oh, I see. Yeah. And so are you, but in Scripture, it does say, you know. Are you uh, equal women, with your wife? It does say in Scripture, you know, women uh, be subordinate to your husbands, the husband's the head of the household. But then no, it, it also doesn't says, say the household, it says the wife. Okay, then it says, okay, head of the wife. Then it are says, Are you the head of your wife? I, I, if that's what scripture says, then I guess I am. But what do you say? Well, I thought it was head of the household, head, head of like the family. No, so, I said the wife. Okay. And what do you say? I said that I, tr- I, I look at myself as the leader of the family, yes. Are you the head of your wife? I wouldn't, deter- I wouldn't describe it in that way. But that's how the scriptures describe it. But yeah, then I, I love it. That's, that's, I want to I wanna go deeper into that I'm, and, and do a little more research. And so are you the head of your wife? I would say I'm, I'm head of the household. But that's Head not what family. scriptures say. Yeah. You, you're Catholic. Yeah. You're practicing Catholic, yeah. right? Yeah. Why not practice being the head of your wife? Well, this is so you know we're we're all learning, and and I'm on my faith journey. You're in your faith journey. People watch watching on their faith journey, and we don't have it all figured out. And I think that's something that we often do. We try to say we all got it figured out, but we don't. And we're all broken people, and that's why we need Jesus. And so to learn Are you still different broken? things. Pardon me. You still broken? I think I think we're all. We're all, we're, all, we're all broken and in need of constant repair. Jesus has saved us, but every day we need his grace to get a little bit better. And so are you broken? I would say that there are definitely times that I have uh, moments, uh, weak moments. Yeah. Oh, you do? Yeah, and, and you know, St. Paul, he talks about, you know, uh, when I am weak, I am strong. Because when I am weak, Christ's power rests on me. So I think, you know, people watching that are like, yeah, I've had a lot of weak moments, Joe. That's okay, because that's when you can cry out to God and rely on 
on God. So it's the, the whole theme of the show, you know, the fallen state. Like we're born with original sin, and that's why we need Christ well, to pull us out. We're not born with it. We're born into it. Being, born into it. Into yeah. Crazy yeah. Families. yeah. We, we inherit. And so you're not the head of your wife. I got. I got to take some time to discern on that. But if, uh, if, when it comes do. to when it comes to she's watching. Yeah. No. But the thing is this. Like I. I got. I'm. I'm learning as I go here. But. The thing is that I look at is the you're family. learning right now if you're the head of your wife or not. Pardon me. Are you you're learning right now if you're the head of your wife yeah. or not? Yeah. You know, I I'd love to talk about other things, but if you just want to stay on this, we can keep going. No, I, I was trying to get an answer. That's all. Yeah, yeah. Be, being a Catholic. Yeah. So I would say that I am I'm the leader of the house, head of the household. But not your wife. I believe that I am I'm a, a strong leadership figure in her life. Are you the head of her? I, I can't specifically say that. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Now, and so <laughs> do you, and you don't correct her when she's wrong. We, 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 iron, iron sharpens iron. She definitely corrects me. She tells me, hey, Joe, I would like you to do this. And when things got, that don't go so well, I'll, be, I'll, I'll have communication with her as well. You correct her? Yes. And, and do you, when she's like mad about nothing, you know how women wake up mad about nothing? Or I, honestly, I don't, I don't, I don't vibe with that. You, you know, know you correct her when she does that? No, I don't. I don't want to say that about uh, that women wake up with that. You know what? Because we every day, God's mercy is new. And we have the opportunity. This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. So let's, let's love each other as they are. And so how do you deal with her when she's like impatient with your children? Or just... It's more like me impatient with the children. She's, are, she's... are you impatient with your children? I mean, we are, I mean has anybody not have, <laughs> you been have impatient? Anger? Pardon me? You have anger? I think we all get a little frustrated. That's why we need God's grace, baby, every day. Yeah. So yeah. do you have anger? I mean, we all have anger. Anger is an emotion. How about you? Do you have anger? So I go through a, a variety of emotions, but something that I do um, throughout the day is to do meditation breaks. And this is really helpful. I've almost taking pit stops. You know, if, you're, if you think stop. of pit stops. I mean, race car. Piss? Pit stops. Oh. They're, you know, like race cars? Oh. You know, they, they stop off. They get an oil change. They get the yeah. new tires. Well, we should be doing that as humans because right. when, that's why they say take six deep breaths when you get angry, when you get upset, because you just need to calm down. Right. And so if you can learn to, to kind of control yourself, um, that's super helpful. And, and that's where it's like, hey, if I can step outside, you know, I don't know if you've ever been, in, are you married? No. Okay. If you've ever been in an argument with somebody and you're going back and forth and you say something you didn't want to say, and yeah. it's literally because it got heated. Yeah. But if you took some time away, if you cut 30 minutes, an hour, and you come back, like... Okay, so do, we're calm. So do you have anger? I think we all have different emotions, and anger is one of them. So yeah, have I experienced anger? Yes. Am I an angry person? I would say no. Do you have anger? Do I? Have I? <laughs> you keep asking me the question. I'm telling you my answer. But you haven't answered the question yet. I'm yeah. trying to get an answer. Yeah. Do you have anger? Do I have anger? Um, I experience the emotion of anger. So you do have it then? I, I think we all have different emotions. How about you? Yeah, I, I have, I'm, I'm happy, I'm joyful, sometimes I get frustrated, I get challenged. There have definitely been times I've been angry in my life. And so, do your wife have anger? I think she has similar emotions, just like all of us do, of, of what we have. Does she have anger? I think we all have, we all have a variety of emotions, and anger can be one of them. And so, is anger one of your wife's I think emotions? Every, I think every human being has experienced just about every emotion, and anger could be one of them. So, my wife would fall into a human being. So, yeah, she would experience anger. And so you have anger and your wife has it, right? Okay. So what are those emotions, right? We, Both we, of you have that. We, if you're a human, if you're a human, you most likely 
experience anger in, so, in some way, shape, or form. And you look at Jesus. When, he, when was he angry in scripture? He flipped the tables because they turned the church into, you know, they're selling merch at the church. And he's like, no, this is a place of worship. So it's okay to be angry. And that's the one thing I remember when I would, I would talk about. Like, Let me just say this to you. Sure. Because of time. Um, yeah. So both you and your wife experience anger at times. As we do joy, as we do love. And so how are the kids dealing with both parents having anger? <laughs> I love what you're doing. Um, so my wife and I, we, we do our best to um, be examples, role models for the kids. And we pray with them every day. And we talk about Jesus uh, in a way, and it's actually really funny. Um, but the kids are not going to like the fact that you guys are talking about Jesus, but you have the father-shaped nature, which is anger, which is not of Jesus. How will okay, the kids so handle that? I love, I love what you're doing here. Um, so my wife and I do our best to, every day, every day we have an opportunity to start new. Every day, we, we can't live in the past. You know, a lot of times we get stuck in our past mistakes. But, you know, Jesus is calling us to renewal, new life. You know, the old is gone, the new has come. So with our kids, every day is a new opportunity to be an even better um, husband, father, for my wife, mother, and, and we're doing our best. We're learning day by day. You know, they don't give us the, the parenting manual. You know, you kind of have to learn as we go. But my, my wife, my wife's parents, my parents have been instrumental in kind of helping us to, to grow and to be better parents. Is anger of God? So if we're created in God's image and likeness and we have these emotions, God has demonstrated anger in the Bible. Yeah. So is God of anger? So I think just like we're made in God's image and likeness, so God most likely experiences similar emotions that we experience because we're made like him. So does God have anger? I think God can get upset, and for sure. He's experienced anger in, uh, in Scripture. Were you close to, I mean, were both your, your, your father and mother were Catholics? Yes. And did they have anger too? So uh, <laughs> my, my, my parents are wonderful people, and I love them, and they too are human beings and experience all emotions as well. They had anger? I wouldn't define it like that. I would say that um, my parents are human. Again, I'm black and slow. Yeah, that's fine. Need, that's fine. I need English. Yeah. And so did they have anger? Yeah. You know, I would say that everybody in the world that's watching this right now has experienced anger, right? And I, like I came here, I would love to talk more about Jesus and how to bring people closer to him because we can focus on anger all day, but let's make this all about Christ. Does the uh, Catholic Church support Black Lives Matter? The Catholic Church uh, supports the dignity of every human life. Do you support Black Lives Matter? I support the dignity of every human life, and yes, I do support Black Lives Matter. You do? Yes. Do you support the group Black Lives Matter? I support the movement of Black Lives Matter. I don't know the big difference between the group and the movement. Did you know it was founded by a bunch of fat, black, radical lesbians? Mm, no. You didn't know that? But, but I, what they, I, what they, I, they, I... They're against God. They're mm. against the unborn children. Mm. They're against... Uh, normal marriages. It's good to know. Yeah, uh, no, thanks, thanks for sharing that. I was not aware. Yeah, I think when it, when it comes to, like, I, I like your questions, but I think at the end of the day, you know, let's bring, let's bring, let's bring this peaceful vibe. You know, Jesus wants to give us peace that's, that's heavenly, peace we've never felt before in our life. So how can, how can we ask those questions like, Jesus, how, how can I get that peace? And what I love is, you know, we tend to, to get caught up in things that, that, that God's not caught up in. And we want, we want to be, you know, focused on things that, well, what is Jesus telling us? Let's go back to scripture. He says, don't worry about anything. He said, you see the sparrows. Well, let me you know, you it's like, I take care of them. I'm going to take care of you. Do you love white people? I love all people. 
Do you love white people? I love all people, and white people are, are part of all people. Do you love white people? I love all people. How about white people? I love all people. How about white people? <laughs> I love all people. But I'm asking about white people. Yeah, I know. And I'm telling you, I, I don't specifically love one specific person or race or anybody. I love all people. Do you believe that racism exists? I do. You believe racism exists? Oh, exists? Yeah, uh -huh. I do believe And why do you believe that? We, we see it. <laughs> and how do you see it? It's, it's present in our, our everyday life. I mean, we see, why, why did, you know, this whole year, why are people marching, you know, down streets? And because they're upset with racism. I've encountered <laughs> racism before in my life. You believe that the insurrection about America was due to racism? I can't answer that question. I'm not sure. Would, you know how Black Lives Matter was going around burning down, robbing and raping yeah. and stealing stores? I don't know you about You think that was due to racism? So I think it, that stems from, talk about fallen state, when, we, when things bottle up, just like anybody that gets upset when you're pushing them, you're pushing them, pushing them, they're bound to explode at some point unless Who they have trained. Who to do that? So when, when you see... Injustice. Injustice causes people. Give me an people, example of that. Injustice. Um, yeah. So people being being treated unfairly. Um, maybe somebody. No, give me an example of injustice that caused Black Lives Matter to submit. I mean, commit an insurrection about America. What caused them to do that? Yeah. I mean, the injustice. There's, in, I mean, there's so many different. There's so many different media examples of how, you know, uh, a, a white guy who, you know, killed, killed somebody um, can get off. But, you know, if, you, if you're African American, example. like Trayvon Martin, all right? And, you know, how that, that was, I wanted to say, almost the beginning of Black Lives Matter before you. Because we started seeing in the media, that's not fair. How can he just kill this young man and walk away? Like, that's not, that's not if okay. If he had not, he would have been killed right. by Trayvon. You don't know that. Yes, I do. You don't he, know he that. He went to court. He was found not guilty. Yeah, but, but that's the thing. We weren't there. You weren't there. I wasn't there. But why do you believe that he killed Trayvon? You weren't there. Why do you believe that it was due to racism? Yes, I believe it was due to... He had, Trayvon... But you weren't there. I'm, I'm aware, but I'm aware of the story. And well, that's the thing. I'm we aware need... of the story, too. They okay. were found innocent. George was found not guilty. Mm -hmm. But you say, I wasn't there, so I shouldn't believe it. But yeah. you believe it, and you weren't there. Why is that? Yeah. So it's important, just that I wasn't there when Jesus was so there. Why but, you, no, but we I, talk about Trayvon. I know, but stories are stories. Why do you believe it? Why should I believe it then? Stories are stories. But so why should I we, believe it? We have firsthand testimony, and that's what we, we have to go by. So you didn't trust the court system that George was innocent? I, I love it. <laughs> yeah, you're good. I, I really enjoyed this time here with you, and I would love to talk more about Jesus. About who? About Jesus, our Lord and uh, Savior. Amazing. Yeah. So what, what is a man? What is a man? So um, if you look at, you know, Adam, the first man, first, you know, human creation, and then Eve comes after, right? So man and women, that's the thing. We're, we all are made in God's image and likeness. So Women yeah. are not made in God's image. Made in, we, it says we're made in God's image and likeness. Did the woman come from man the or wo from the God? The woman comes, the woman was actually, if you look at, you know, scripture, uh, Genesis, um, the, the, it was from a rib, from, from Adam. So it came yeah. from a but, man. But all of did creation. Did she come from a man? Let, let everything that has breath praise the Lord. All of creation is from God. Did the woman come from a man or from God? How God formed a woman was from Adam's rib. And so did, and did the man come from a woman or from God? So God created all. He is the ultimate creator. So did creator. the man come from 
God or from a woman? So God created woman and God created man, but to, to, make, to make woman, he used uh, Adam's rib. And, and so, and the man came from whom? So the man came from God. And so the man is created in God's image and the woman is created in the man's image, right? Uh, say it again. The, the man is created in God's image, right? Because mm. he came from God. Mm. The woman is created in the man's image because she came from the man, right? It says in Scripture that we're all, we, all of us, male and female, are created in the and, image and of God. And I'm trying to understand the Catholic yeah. religion. Well, this is it's the Does Scripture. Does the Catholic religion so teach you that the man came from God? We believe, as I mentioned, that one, all people are made in God's image and likeness, and everybody has an undeniable I, I, dignity and value that can never be taken but away. But does it teach you that the woman came from man? So, look, if you go, we can pull up Genesis right now. No, I'm just trying to understand. Does yeah. it teach you that the woman came from man? So, if you go to Genesis, the Catholic Church believes exactly what Genesis says. No, well, Matthew, real fast because of time. Yeah. Does it teach that the woman came from the man? Yeah, and I'm, I'm telling you. You say yes? I'm telling you that we believe that God is the master creator. No, I'm not asking you all that. Yeah, but I'm telling you that, that so God created everything, man and woman. Did he, the woman come from man? It, when, you, when you look at Genesis, he, the woman came from Adam's rib. And was Adam a man? Adam was a man. And who did the man come from? But, but created by God. And who did the man come from? From God. I rest my case. So the man created in the image of but God. But Adam couldn't create. Adam couldn't create in, in the image of man. No, but see, Adam couldn't create. Right, but he created her. He used in the piece. image of man. He used a piece. So of let me Adam. ask you this: What is a man, real fast? A, a man is, if you look at Adam, you know, it was the first creation of, of God. And what is love? What is love, man? Um, what is love? You know, love. Love is uh, actually, it's hard to describe because love comes straight from God. You, you've heard exchange of God is love and, and love is God. And this love, it's, so we, there's different types of love. and You can counter different types of love, relationship love. But you go to unconditional love, agape love. That's God's love. So, so You we, think God loves us unconditionally? Unconditionally. Then why did he say we must be born again? So he loves us so much, he sent Jesus to save us. It says love has no greater than this than to lay his, your life down for someone else. That's what Jesus, out of love, Jesus laid his life down so that we could be saved and set free. Amazing. Um, are you an emotional person? Uh, I would say I have emotions. Yeah. I, I, I write songs. So you have um, emotions. Does that make you an emotional person? You know, I don't, I don't classify. I, I classify myself as every day I want to be, I want to have the joy of the Lord. It says in scripture, the joy of the Lord is our strength. And, and that's why I want to be a joyful person. Is God the woman's God or Satan? I don't, I don't even know what you're saying there. Did, did Eve believe Satan? So Eve was tempted. Did it's she like believe you Satan? and I have been tempted in life. Did you know? she believe Satan? She, she was misled and, 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 and believed believe, the lies of Satan. Yes. And when she believed him, did he become her God? Uh, I don't believe so. You don't think so? No. You can. Really? So, yeah. So look, if you look. When the, and did Adam believe Eve? So there was a bunch of, you know... Real fast because yeah, of time. Yeah, yeah. Adam well, believed I, Eve. So Adam uh, was, was misled based on Eve being misled by Satan. It and was a who, domino effect. Who misled Adam? Um, so it was, it was Eve that misled when, Adam, but that stems from Satan misleading Eve. Right, so when Satan became Eve God, what do you, I don't, I Adam believed <laughs> Eve, did, did the woman become the man's God? Okay, 
so we're 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 straying here from from the from this. I want to go back about to about Jesus. Yeah, we're talking. About, I'm going to scripture, okay. and I'm saying so. We know that Adam. But we're talking about Jesus. This is why Jesus came because I don't know. No, I'm saying I'm, I'm restraining the woman's God. If we just go straight, if we mankind. if we go straight from Scripture, you don't even have to ask me the question. Let the Scripture answer itself. Why can't you answer it? I'm trying to tell you. Did did the woman become the man's God when he believed that's, Eve? That's not that's not what's in Scripture. Oh, it's not. Okay, I got to heat this up, man. I got to put you on the hot seat. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I hope y'all are having fun. <laughs> Probably like this all the time. I got to put my guests on the hot yeah, seat. Yeah, it's okay. So what I need is for you to answer these questions as quickly That's as great. possible. That's right? great. Yep. Okay. And if, I, and if I don't have an answer, I'm going to be honest and say, I don't know. I don't have an answer. The hot seat. In one word, describe Joe Biden. Joe Biden, uh, leader. Do you smoke pot? I do not. Is socialized medicine a good idea? I don't know what you mean by that. Do you love the great white hope? I, don't, I do not know what that is. Donald Trump, President Donald okay. Trump. Do I, do I love him? Uh-huh. Uh, I, don't, I don't have love for Donald Trump. You do not? I don't have love for him. You don't I, love I'm not, him? I love, I, like, like, listen, like. Do you love the great white hope, Donald Trump? That's just so funny that you call him that. I have respect for all human beings, but I may disagree with them. Do you love Donald Trump? That's, I'd like to pass on that question. Uh, is the uh, love of money the root of all evil? Great question. It's the spirit of money. So money isn't the problem, but the love of money, which is the spirit of money, is known as mammon in church. In Should transgender be allowed in women, women's sports? It's a great question. I don't, I don't have an answer to that. Should women be allowed in men's sport? You know, I think uh, all... All people should be able to play, you know, all type of sports, not so much men's sports, but all sports. Do you believe white supremacy exists? I do believe it exists, yeah. Do you believe black supremacy exists? I, I don't think so. I'm not sure about it. Uh, are you in favor of open borders? You mean uh, allowing all people in? I'll allow the illegals just come in. I think it's important to enter the United States legally and to go through the right process of that. Is climate change real? I believe it is. Yeah, I mean, we there's science to back it. Should Christian uh, should Christian bakers be forced to make gay cakes? Uh, I don't. <laughs> what do you mean by how does a cake gay? <laughs> uh, that's a funny question. That. Uh, should Christian bakers be forced to make gay cakes? I don't. I don't know what. I never heard of that. You know how. The gay people go into a, a, a straight baker, uh-huh. and they want to make a wedding cake for gay people. Uh-huh. Should and this person is a Christian, they don't yeah. want to do that because they are Christian. Yeah. Should Christian bakers make gay cakes? So it's free will. Any, anybody can make a decision to do it or not to do it. It's up Should to them. they do it? It's up to them. Um, do you believe we landed on the moon? Yes. Do you believe the Earth is flat? No. <laughs> Thank you, man. Thank you for taking the hot seat. <laughs> Happy to be here. Happy to be here. Praise the Lord. Um, is there uh, a website, anything you'd like to report? Sure, to yeah. Uh, right so, joemelenders.com, my website. Um, I'd love to come speak at schools and churches all across the globe. Um, I have music streaming on Spotify, Apple Music. My Instagram handle is at joemelendres, and I try to make faith real and relatable, so I'm grateful for this opportunity to be on the phone stage. Right on. Thank you, Joe. That was amazing. Praise the Lord. All right. Thank you all for tuning in. Make sure to follow, like, tweet, ring the bell, subscribe, check out the merch in our store there, and don't forget Patreon. Just
click on the link there and uh, support us. Thank you all. I appreciate it. Thank you, Joe. Thank you. Next time on The Fallen State. In a recent interview with uh, CBS News, you called the decline in birth rate a crisis. People were worried about us against them. That's not the problem. The problem is you have way too many old people, not enough young people. And you should be grateful for all the young people you can get. My mom was taken care of by an immigrant from uh, Nicaragua. It was cheap, but also warm-hearted and a whole lot better than getting a robot. Do you believe mixed racing will unite the races rather than dividing them? Oh, yeah. Do you know what val- Valentine's Day is all about? The White House got it back this year. Jill Biden put these hearts all over the front of the White House. Do you support social media censorship? Yes. Are you a liberal? Yes. Well, I, I have a single mother. Where was your father? He moved to California. He moved to uh, West Hollywood. Are you the head of your wife? No. I know that for sure. <laughs> the media has been demonizing white people nonstop. Well, they can vote. Well, they voted for Donald Trump and look what happened. Boys, he out of shape. Biden. It, he's as, doing as well as Ronnie Reagan, I think. What? watching the fallen state we need your continued support donate to my nonprofit here subscribe and like the videos here and tell everybody and their mama about the show Trying to get me, bro. What do you mean? Trying to get no, I, no. What do you mean? What do I mean? You know what? What? No, you just. I love your questions. Like I never had an almost like an interrogation interview. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's okay. You know, you know what you're doing. Snap a picture. Okay, cool. Yeah. That was fun, though, that was right? Fun, yeah. Yeah. It's good to meet you. Yeah. I have a little gift for you. Oh, okay. Uh, be careful coming down. I got, I got my shoes on. It's okay. Oh yeah, you're Kanye. <laughs>